1: please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction.
0: And my name is Leslie and I hold an MFA in Creative Writing Fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality
1: TV. Hi everyone, welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy and I'm your co-host.
0: And I'm Leslie.
1: Hey Leslie, why are you logged in as tired today?
0: Because I was dancing my ass off to Mark Anthony last night at MSG.
1: <laughs> Let's pretend we didn't just tell this story and had to restart our podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: so what happened was that I got a new microphone set up because some of y'all, you know, our two listeners have been saying, one of the two that are listening have said that my mm-hmm. microphone is problematic. And actually, my soundboard crapped out on me. So I have this whole new setup. So hopefully you sound really good. this works. I can't hear myself, which is... Very disheartening because I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah.
1: Why can't you hear yourself? Are you plugged into a Mac?
0: I am. That's the thing. So that's why I had like a separate little soundboard. But so am I. I can hear
1: myself. Okay.
0: I can't hear myself at all. But, uh, you know, it's (laughs) good. I mean, I
1: want want to be in a world where I can't hear myself. But I'm not okay. So anyway, so you took mom yes. to Mark Anthony. And how to was Mark it? Mark
0: Anthony it was amazing. We had VIP tickets and I, I shelved out way too much money. I, I mean, I know his publicist and I've worked with Mark Anthony's team for over 15 years. So I've been going to a lot of his shows and I've been fortunate enough to get invited to like special parties, album release parties and listening parties and mm-hmm. taking my mom to all of these. So she's been in his presence like inches away from him, as have I. But her one thing is that she wants her picture with Mark Anthony and... We tried to make it work, but his family was there, and Aww. there just wasn't enough time. But I did sit you with his son. You need to shove her. Shove her right into him and take do, a picture here, of it. take it. <laughs> no, but yeah, his son was there, and we were sitting with his son, and I was talking to him and stuff, and it, it was really cute. He's so handsome. You, you should
1: have asked the son, like, hey, dude, can you hook me up? No, I don't want to do that. Or is that inappropriate?
0: It's inappropriate. <laughs> no, I don't want to get yelled at by his publicist and be like, this is why we don't invite you to things anymore, Leslie
1: yeah i know i know sorry that's the uh the basic white girl karen inside of me i guess i'm like i want to speak to your father
0: can i speak to your <laughs> father please thank you i'm older than you respect me
1: respect to me um guys we were supposed to record actually tomorrow which yeah. would be sunday which you're probably going to hear this on sunday so we were supposed to record today but we ended up recording last night because i was in such a rage i needed to talk to leslie about this we were kind of watching it at the same time and going back and forth oh my god like my cousin hannah who's a listener hi hannah hi hannah she's listener number three she called this morning and we were like Alyssa is diabolical like what is happening like everyone i know is just talking about this woman like, what is she doing? I actually I don't know.
0: saw in a maths group saying most hated women in America. Number one, Casey Anthony. Number two, Alyssa. <gasps> oh, my God. That's dark. <laughs> that made me Jesus laugh so Christ. hard. It's awful. Oh, God.
1: I feel like we need to put up a disclaimer, though, and say, please, no one contact this woman. Do No not. one drive by her house. No one to bother her at all. Not this is a, a television media. show.
0: Do not tag her, do not attack Mm-mm. her. She actually Mm-mm. does great work with animal rescue, which I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, she's not a people person clearly. And, and just
1: know like she has to like she has to see this back and imagine how she's feeling. Yeah. That's okay. punishment enough, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. So even though we are going to drag her today, We do not condone anything beyond dragging her appearance on the television show. Exactly. That's it.
0: (laughs) Because we're good people.
1: We're good people.
0: We're good people.
1: Leslie, I'm a good fucking person. And if I don't come off fucking good on this podcast, I'm leaving.
0: I am going to go mental. (laughs) I'm a good person.
1: Um, And I just want to give another update. From the Married at First Sight Police Department. <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything more clever than that, I guess. Uh, still no sighting of the experts. Yes. So, they clearly made, I'll get into it, but they clearly made some post, some stuff and put it in post-production and yeah. tried to make it look like they were doing it before. No, they weren't. You're we're
0: lying. were not you are we are keeping a close eye on the, no, you're not. Yeah,
1: okay. Okay. You're like, you're in Jamaica. <laughs> with your wife dancing we see you pastor count instagram your hot wife you're dancing and shit that's what you're doing meanwhile chris is like suffering yeah okay all right so we're looking at married at first sight episode six dark side of the honeymoon now we are told that this is day five of marriage we get the basic like our brave singles took a leap of faith blah 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 okay we're gonna start with Stephen Noy because they are a nothing burger it's still okay. cute they I, I mean, I love them more than any, we know this. They are the precious, most precious couple. And I really think they're, they might be, we'll talk about this at the end, but I'm down to like, maybe only two couples that are going to say yes. Mm. And they're one of them. Yeah. So Steve and Neuer headed out to see a waterfall, just the two of them. And they come up to the waterfall and they have to like maneuver across the terrain, kind of like a, a super Mario board. They have to oh, like yeah. swing on a vine, jump over
0: a turtle. <laughs> and and usually I would get snapped by like that flower thing. And of then course. just shrink down yes. and use my flying yes. ability. Because Super Mario 3 was my yes. jam.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. With the raccoon tail. The yeah. raccoon tail was everything.
0: I love it so much. Yes.
1: A hundred percent. Okay, so they have to do all this to get into the like this beautiful, serene little waterfall area where they do end up getting And Steve tells the camera he wants a wife who will do adventurous things with him like explore national parks and different types of landscapes, so he hopes she will be open to doing just that. Steve tells the camera he's disappointed that she's so nervous, but he's glad she's at least trying it.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, I have to ask you, she has on a bathing suit, to me looked like a bra from eighth grade. (laughs) And since we know my bathing suit consists of like a big old black tarp or a hefty bag with just a neck hole cut out and pulled over, is that, be my hot girl translator, (laughs) is that a bathing suit?
0: I think it might be because I've been seeing lately, like online, like all these new styled like bathing suits where they look more like lingerie and like sexier. So that could be one of them. Okay. Are you going to be
1: sporting that this summer?
0: Listen, I would need to do so many lunges Because my ass, I do have a Dominican ass But I need it to be perkier My goal is to have a J-Lo booty And right now, it's like a J-Q booty It's not really like J-Lo yet It's almost there
1: Oh, nobody wants to see my ass That's, <laughs> We're done with that We're done with those days I took my daughter for an ultrasound of her She had to get like an ultrasound of her neck the other day and the, the lab technician's like, Can you take off your sweatshirt? And she just had like a little sports bra on and she was like real weird and timid about yeah. it. And I'm like, oh my God. I said to her, wait until you're my age. You're just like, What do you need off? Just oh my ripping God. things so off.
0: I should probably post this in our stories. Like you just see the outfit I had for the Mark Anthony concert. It was like pretty mm. insane. It was decadent. And I have like this really like high <laughs> it was like covering my neck. And um, all these roses, and then I have, like, a jacket over it It was, like, velvety, and it was, like, really cute and form-fitting. The problem was that when you start dancing, and you're in a crowd, and you're wearing a fucking mask, a KN95. Not familiar. familiar. (laughs) But just wearing, like, a mask, you know, a mask Mm -hmm, to protect you from COVID, and you're dancing in a crowd, it's, I almost passed out. So at one point I'm like lifting up my jacket. I'm just like, mom, please help me take this off. And she's like, you're going to flash Mark Anthony. I was like, I don't care. It's okay. It's it okay. was so hot and I was sweating so much that it got stuck to my body. So like my mom had to, I had to sit down and she had to sit down and like yank it off my body. <laughs> Meanwhile, his poor son is like looking at me watching this, but fortunately now, I did not flash him.
1: <laughs> now let me ask you a question. Because when that kind of situation happens to me, like when I'm wearing something that is too tight or I can't get out of it easily, I get crazy claustrophobic and like, I just want to rip it off and freak
0: out. I did. I was surprised that that didn't happen because usually that does happen. But I was like, dude, not only is Mark Anthony's son next to me, but there's like a whole bunch of other like Latin elites sitting like in front of me. I cannot act stupid. I got (laughs) it. All right.
1: Okay, so we will look for that on Instagram, and then in the summer, we'll look
0: for you wearing a 8th grade bra. <laughs> An 8th grade bra and showing my ass cheeks.
1: Okay. Enjoy. <laughs> so Steve is teaching her to float, and it's very sweet and cute, and it's, like, serene. And do you get the impression, like, I just feel like he's stoned all the time. Like, I said last time, he's, like, a Mark, uh, no, Mark Anthony, listen to me, a Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right, Noah, here's how you float, baby. Like, just real, life. You know,
0: I don't even think that he has to be stoned for that. I think it's right. like. It whole, just comes like, off
1: that way, though, right? That
0: clean living, like, one with yeah. nature vibe. Yeah,
1: maybe you're right, yeah. yeah. He's high on life, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's, like, teaching her how to float, and I just have here that. He's pulling her out of her, her comfort zone, but unlike O, oh, he's doing it tenderly and with consideration. Yeah, he's not yelling at her. <laughs> no. I'm making her so, better,
0: feel better.
1: So the fish starts biting him, and he starts freaking out, and it's over, and then we get a montage of them loving each other. We don't see them again until later. We see them briefly at the couple's dinner. Lindsay tells them they're dressed like two Easter eggs. I agree. They're in all pastels, but they're beautiful people. They are. They can wear whatever they want. All right, so let's hear about your boy. Come for your boy this week. Oh, my God. Ugh. Let's hear about O and Katina.
0: O and Katina. So their days in Puerto Rico are coming to an end. And, of course, we get the typical montage of them waking up next to each other. But we find out that this time O did not get up and go to the gym and then get back in bed and sweat all over her. So she's very grateful that he tried to cuddle at least.
1: Yeah, maybe he just secretly went to the gym and then wiped his sweat on their brand new comforter and then jumped in bed.
0: <laughs> no, I think he stayed <laughs> actually stayed in bed with her for the first time. <laughs> so Katina and LaJuan are going horseback riding. This is like their main activity and the main mm-hmm. tension for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to make sure she can ride a real horse. Because they're kind of leading up to the whole game that she hasn't ridden him yet. Yeah, we get it.
1: Yeah, we get so it. Too. We get
0: it. You have a big dick. Come down. Mm-hmm. So they meet their horses, champagne and sails. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. And Katina Are you afraid? Are you afraid of horses? I love horses. I don't ride them out of principle because I feel mm-hmm. just bad for them. I just, you know, don't want to like hurt their backs or something or get thrown off and die.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of them. I was on one when I was a kid and I was like, it, I was not thrown from it, but he like freaked out while I was mm-hmm. on him. And it was very scary. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just kind of freaked out by them. But they're like beautiful and I'm oddly drawn to them. But...
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the in the DR when I was little, um, Dominican Republic, I did ride a pony and it was really cute and everything. And then I was like, Ehh. even then I was like kind of freaked out. I was like, I don't want to do this. But now,
1: let, let me see if you'll get this reference. Was the pony like Lil' Sebastian?
0: Little Sebastian. No, is this like a, a Little House reference? Parks and Rec. No, oh, Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. See, I didn't finish seeing, I only saw the first season of Parks and Rec. I need to get on that. It's amazing. I know, it's the amazing. star is named Leslie. I yes, should be into yes. this.
1: It's as good as The Office, guys. It's as good as The Office. Which My is sister's really bar.
0: into it, yeah. she so She good. watches it all the time, it's yeah. So Alright, like, go ahead. We, we
1: have, we have, like, just, we're just off the rails today. We're off
0: the rails today. And I'm so sorry. I'm still high off all that salsa dancing I did.
1: <laughs> and I just ate a shitload of carbs and sugar, so go ahead.
0: <laughs> Prepare for the Super Bowl tomorrow. Go Bengals! <laughs> I don't even know who's in it. The Bengals, they're, like, the underdogs, and I'm mm-hmm. only rooting for them, full disclosure, because, you know, Nick Lachey, you know, we all know who Nick Lachey is, obviously,
1: the it's from 90 degrees I,
0: I know who he is from there
1: the last time I paid attention to football Boomer Sison was the quarterback for the Bengals so that I'll tell you how long ago that was
0: I don't know that team at all I only know the Giants it was probably the 80s okay okay so there on. we go okay Eli that's all I know okay <laughs> So they meet their horses, champagne, and sales, and Katina is nervous about riding a horse. Mm-hmm. And she says that she's just not an animal person. And she tells producers, sorry, PETA. And of course, my heart sank, because I'm like, dude, animals are fucking awesome. They're so much they better are. than humans. They are. They're so much kinder. But anyways, I love animals, but that's just me. But I'm not going to charge her too harshly, because she's gorgeous, and I have a thing for, like, hot girls, mm. I forgive them for things <laughs> that I shouldn't. So anyway... <laughs> As long, no, because honestly, like as long as you're not, if you're not an animal person and you don't have an animal and you're not like being not able to take care of them and you're just not into them and things like that, right. you don't have an animal, then I'm fine right. with that. that's as fine. As long as you don't abuse yep. them, you don't have them, Yeah, don't like them, don't care.
1: Know yourself yeah. and if you don't like animals or can't take care of one. Then don't don't have one. Don't have one.
0: Mm -hmm. So, Katina tells producers, yeah, the one thing of his personality. So, she's talking about Olajuwon because she's really nervous about being on this horse. But he's like, just get on it. Just come on. Come on. Is that his personality shifts a little. And he's a little harsh. And I was like, "Mm, that's not good. Not good. And so, what she means by that is that he's kind of like no nonsense and doesn't want to hear her complaining. And he kind of tells her that. So, like, no matter the reason, even though last week he said that he purposely put her through hell boot camp at the gym. (laughs) Which was so weird. To see if that would piss him off because he was testing her because he likes that. That she stands up for herself. But yet he wants to push her to her limits. This is, like, a walking contradiction. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know what he's talking about. So Katina admits to producers since meeting him, she's allowed him to take her out of her comfort zone, but she needs to. Te- he needs to temper his energy because mm-hmm. it's a bit too pushy, and he needs to be patient with her. And then O tells producers that she was taking a little bit of his positive energy out of him. She was being a bummer, you guys. And he's more concerned with having a good time and not wanting someone ruin his experience by whining that's, all the time. That's Isaac peeking out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you notice that there is a shift between him. Because sometimes yes. he's sweet and then at the other points he's snappy. And I think that that's the Isaac coming and out. And when he's being Olajuwon, mm-hmm. that
1: man is hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: when he's being Isaac, eh. Yeah. It's like, yeah. ew. No. Yeah. So they come to a stop and she tells him, sometimes you just got to be more patient with me. And he tells her, have some faith. We'll be good. But then the horses start kind of acting up and moving too quickly. So apparently, um, Sales, which is the horse that O has, is supposed to be in front because Champagne follows that horse's lead so he's making right. his horse go a little too fast so champagne naturally is like picking up speed and it's yes. scaring katina because yeah. she's like this is too fast i am not comfortable and he says that she is just being too dramatic and in that instance i would i would be pissed if i were her because i, I do would not like people to invalidate my feelings especially when i'm fearful if i'm right scared especially when it's fear yep and i tell them i am not comfortable with this You should respect that and be like, okay, what can I do to make you more comfortable? Or at least approach me in a way like, don't worry, you're going to be fine. Reassure Mm -hmm. me. Don't be like, stop complaining because that doesn't help. No. Don't mansplain to me. And then he's like telling him like, right, but you were so uncomfortable. You couldn't even get the control. Like before riding the horse, he's like telling producers she didn't want to do it. Her mind was getting in the way and she tells him yeah i want you to push me but in some instances where i'm really uncomfortable then i want you to know when to do it and when to back off
1: right like if i look like i'm fucking terrified you need to back off
0: yeah and if she really doesn't want to do something that he should not force her correct and he tells her he would never put her through something that she doesn't that he doesn't think that she can conquer and that he sees just like where her limits are and knows when to like kind of step back and know that she might punch him in the face so he knows when to (laughs) back off according to him so right so he laughs it off and then assures her he will always push her out of her comfort zone Mm -hmm. so later on in the episode after the group dinner from hell which amy will cover Owen Boy, Katina. nobody wanted to be at that dinner. Ooh, <laughs> no. So in Katina debrief, and they're talking about, like, he's so happy that they're not in that shitty place that Chris and Alyssa are at because yeah. it's just awful. And yeah. he also said that he's proud of his wife for putting all the nonsense aside, you know, the whole Lindsay airplane drama and not bringing that up. And he's glad that Katina you know, is not being like Alyssa at all, and he feels so bad for Chris. Yes.
1: And And in that moment, when he was... Is this the confessional where he was talking about, like, this is a man that you would want. Like, this is a man who's... I mean, Mm -hmm. he... I was like totally captivated by that speech it that was so good. gave. So
0: he tells producers that the way Chris poured his heart out on a table in front of everyone was one of the most powerful things he's ever seen in his life.
1: And he was emotional while he was saying he it. He
0: was, and okay. he says because Chris essentially is willing to put up with Alyssa's nonsense, if she can come into this process one percent, he'll give his one hundred. And always super frustrated. He's just saying, like, listen to what he is saying to you. Go past the looks. Listen. This is the kind of man that you want. Someone who's willing to put in the all his all. Someone who's willing to fight for you. And he's sacrificing, putting his life on the line, and burying himself in front of everyone just to let you know that he's willing to try his heart is in this and you're not giving him a chance so he said that in that moment his heart hit the floor and like it just ran up to his chest or whatever so i have a hot take Mm -hmm.
1: him and katina are gonna make it and i'll tell you why Mm -hmm. not only are they unbelievably hot and like worlds explode when they get together but In that speech, he showed me that he knows what a good partner is. Yes. Yes.
0: And he knows when to fight for someone. Yes. And he knows that there is a compromise and that as long as the other partner is willing to work at it, then it's worth fighting for. That is marriage. So he gets it in that sense. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to make it. Overall on the same page. So we'll see. They will be.
1: I know you did not see Woody and Imani season. They will be in competition with Woody and Amani for hottest couple. <laughs> we If we ever go back and cover a season, we have to cover New Orleans.
0: New Orleans, okay.
1: Because yeah. it was really, really, really good.
0: So later on in the episode, it's their last morning in Puerto Rico, and they're having breakfast. And O asks Katina if she's nervous about going back to Boston because now this is, like, real life. And mm-hmm. she says she's nervous that once they start living together – that maybe when they see how the other one lives that they don't like each other as much mm-hmm. and she feels that they get along fine now but what if that's not the case when mm-hmm. they get back home so she tells producers best case scenario they get along but worst case scenario they realize they're not right for each other and all tells her she's ni- that he's 98% sure that they will have a smooth transition but that there is that 2% that does worry him sure so at least they're being realistic. But so, I
1: think that's yeah, you know that's realistic, a hundred percent.
0: So that's 98%, kind of ninety-eight
1: percent. That's ninety-eight percent realistic.
0: Yeah. So that's <laughs> kind of where we leave them.
1: Okay. So there was a group scene with the girls. Let's mm-hmm. cover that, and then we'll go into Lindsay and Mark. So go ahead.
0: Okay, so this is the the scene with the girls. So this is cutting back and forth between Chris, Mark the Shark, and Lindsay discussing the union from hell.
1: Oops, which I forgot to cover, but I remember it so I can talk about it. Okay, so
0: (laughs) yeah. So that is the marriage from hell, essentially. Mm -hmm. And Alyssa's talk is telling Katina and Jasmina her girls, quote unquote. Yeah. They look she, like they could care less, but they gone. could care less. They're just mm-hmm. like, Hey, so I guess we got to do a group scene. So right. here we are. Yeah. Amazon gift card. Yeah. <laughs> so Alyssa is saying that she feels cheated and that Chris is trying to paint her as the bad guy in this situation. You guys, she's a good person. She's a good fucking person. She's a good fucking person.
1: As she's screaming at an underpaid PA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: a good fucking person. You know, and she's happy for the other couples, but it's sad that she doesn't have that for herself. She continues to claim that she came into this 100% trying to find a husband, but that on the wedding day, his friends and family told her things that did not sit well with her. I think she this is all bullshit, and this is yep. her excuse. Yep. This is what she's clinging on to so, it can, so she could come off as a good guy because she is yes. clearly not. Yep. Yep. So she's the victim, you guys, if you didn't know. Except that we, the viewers, and are the true victims because we are being gaslit <laughs> by her.
1: We 100% are, which I will get to
0: later. So Katina tells her that her mistake was taking what they said, his family and friends, at face value. Instead of putting it away in her pocket, seeing how things played out, and then being like, oh, so this is what they meant okay now this is how i might be able to handle this situation instead she was like oh he's an awful person i'm out and so katina say, tells what, her, say
1: what you want about katina that girl knows what's up
0: she knows what she's talking about yep and then katina tells her just to be blunt with him and tell him quit beating around the bush tell him Tell him you don't like his ugly ass. I mean, she didn't say that, but basically it's like, just tell him that you're not into this. Mm -hmm. And Jasmina tells producers that in her honest opinion, Alyssa was done from day one and that she didn't really give him a chance and that she feels bad for Chris because he really wants this. Yeah.
1: Chris is a good dude. So, so if I recall, and you can correct me if I'm wrong mark the shark and Lindsay are meeting with chris yes and chris is kind of just saying to them like if she would just give me one percent i would be all in like it there's really not much more to say like they're just talking about it but mark the shark is like i feel really bad for you like you're a really cool dude and you're gonna you know you're gonna end up on top here yeah like i don't think they really say anything groundbreaking right no
0: and i think just that chris was kind of saying like well she won't talk to me on camera or off or camera. Or off camera. Right. So it's like yeah.
1: he can't win. He can't win. All right. So let's move on to Lindsay and Mark the Shock. Oh, let me say Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Okay. You get it out of your system. So they wake up together. That's a good sign.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: we saw them and they were fighting. West remember? Sweet. I was shocked. Mm-hmm.
0: I was mm-hmm. shocked.
1: Now Mark the Shark tells the camera that they had a fight last night. And we see the fight. And then he says an hour later that they sat down and they talked about it and Lindsay looks really cute. She has on really thick plastic, like black framed glasses and her hair is kind of messy. And I just thought it was a really cute look for her. She looked really good. Yeah, she did. So they actually talk like adults and work it out. And then they decide to go back upstairs and bang, I'm assuming. (laughs) Um, They're having breakfast the next day and they say a little prayer, which surprised me. Because I didn't realize they were religious, and I don't know why. I mean, Mark is a white dude from Boston. He's probably got some Irish Catholic mm-hmm. blood going on there. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm not throwing shade that they're religious. I was just surprised. Yeah, came out of nowhere. So in a prayer, Mark thanks. <laughs> I'm so mean. Oh my God! In a prayer, Mark thank. This is why I read. Thanks God for the food He has provided for them. While the server, who literally just provided the food for them, is standing off to the side, probably waiting for a tip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a thank you. Gracias. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. So Mark decides after they pray, after they pray, to ask Lindsay if she's religious. Okay. So Lindsay, aka Jodie Foster, grew up Greek Orthodox, very traditional. And she said, you know, four hour masses, everything's in Greek. Like it was intense. Yeah. So she says she doesn't necessarily want that for her children, but she's open to any church as long as it's the right fit for all of them. She does want to raise her kids in a church to provide them with some fundamentals. This this is a, this is a hot button issue for me right here. Mm-hmm. When people make the assumption that kids don't have morals if they're not religious. That mm-hmm. drives me crazy. Yeah, I see
0: you can, what you mean. You can
1: mm-hmm. still give your kid... A moral foundation without religion. Organized religion. Let me just say that. Okay. So she's like, you know, I do want to give them the fundamentals of life, I guess, whatever. But if they get old enough and they decide they don't want to go to church, then we have to respect that. And I felt like I wrote, I felt like she really answered this question well and was very like open minded. And I kind of really respected it. Like, I think Lindsay's really smart.
0: I think so too. Yeah.
1: She has some issues. But I think she's like really smart and really Mm well-rounded. I do. So now they talk about how many kids they want. And Lindsay says she definitely does not want three. So she would do two or she would do four. And Mark says he will accept however many kids he can afford and God will give them. Then they make a pact that if they have twins, they are one and done. And I feel seen because that's exactly what we did. (laughs) (laughs) I think the kids were like three months old. And Timmy's like, I'm going to have a vasectomy. Done. (laughs) So later, Lindsay tells us that Mark is currently being harassed by his landlord.
0: Yes. and then we This see took a weird
1: this. turn. Oh, my God. So we see, like, the landlord calling him nonstop on the honeymoon. So she's calling his phone five or six times a day. And Mark is just, like, exasperated at this point. He's, like, ready to just cry. And Lindsay says that Mark is really upset about this. So they go for massages and we learn that Mark has a bug bed, uh, yeah, a bed bug, bed bug situation back in his apartment. Now, everybody seems to skim over this bed bug thing.
0: That's disgusting, you need to burn your furniture.
1: It's gross. Look, from the woman whose twins had lice like 17 times in elementary school, (laughs) I'm not one to judge. But I will say this, it is not a good idea to go to his house and take the items out of the house and bring them to a new house when the apartment is riddled with bedbugs.
0: No, you have to get that, like, treated, and the mattresses definitely need to be thrown out. Yes,
1: yes, it's weird.
0: Okay, so they sit down, and
1: they're talking about the landlord. This landlord is, like, cuckoo. Apparently, she looked at him like a son, but now she, like, I'm thinking she's, like, looking at him like a lover because her behavior is... I feel like it's jealousy-motivated. Yeah. It's really weird. She literally, guys, changed his lease in the middle of the honeymoon and decided she's not going to allow cats anymore, which is, like, paramount to a, an eviction.
0: Mm-hmm. Because they have, like, five <clears throat> cats together.
1: Yes. So Lindsay's being really sweet, and she's also, she's, she reminds me very much of myself and the fact that she's like, oh, there's a problem? Okay, let's solve it. Mm-hmm check out the hook while my DJ, no, I'm just kidding, um, (laughs) that was the whitest thing I ever did, um, so, she's like, here's the problem, or here's the solution, we're gonna go home, you're gonna take off work on Monday, we're gonna go to that apartment, we're gonna grab all the shit you need, we're gonna put it in, (laughs) Leslie's shaking her head, like, oh, we're gonna put it in my nice house where you're gonna live, which will now be in with bed bugs, thank you very much, then we're going to move into the experiment house we're going to take all five fucking cats into the experiment house and then you know fuck her we're done with her now i have several problems with this plan Mm -hmm. number one is the bed bug situation okay we do not move things out of that apartment into your house second you don't move a bunch of times with cats cats hate moving have you ever had a cat
0: no, pets in general, because I have birds, and I have, well, producer sure Coco Cocoa, as we all know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Joey, my chihuahua, and we've moved three times, and it's always been a wreck for them.
1: You take a dog's anxiety and multiply it by 50, and that's a cat. Yeah. Cats do not like to move. So what they should do, life advice from someone who's not qualified, is put the cats at the new location, have somebody cat watch them, mm-hmm. While they're doing the experiment. That's what they need to do. So the cats are only moved once. Okay. Anyway. Done with the cats. Um, So he tells the camera now, like, this is a little weird for him. Because he's not used to somebody just jumping in taking care of a situation for him. It's going to take some time to get used to because it's unordinary. Now, I saw fear in his eyes. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, this moment made me kind of doubt that they're gonna make it because he is kind of like whoa
0: i think that he's not used to someone else taking care of him and he needs to be in control for whatever reason i
1: think i do too i think he felt the way he said it guys he was like i didn't even know Lindsay a week ago Mm -hmm. and now like you know i'm married to her we're talking about moving in she's doing this she's like he seemed like he was not crazy happy about this yeah I could be wrong. I may be reading the whole situation wrong. Um, and then later after the dinner, he's telling Lindsay he's proud of her for not attacking Alyssa when she insulted her, and we'll get to that later. All right, let's go to Jasmine and Michael, who were also pretty boring this week.
0: Pretty boring, but you could tell that something is going to They're happen. not going to make it. They're, They're not, not going to make it. Make it. So Jasmina is happy to hang out with the other couples. So when we first see them, she is meeting up. With Olajuwon and Katina. So that's when we first Mm -hmm. see them. And she tells producers she doesn't have any beef with any of them. And that's where she is. And that's when they arrive at the beach. Michael, Katina, and Olajuwon are there. So they have a bit of a double date at the beach. Mm -hmm. And straight off the bat, Katina asks if they think they are any fish in the water. (laughs) Well, they should have asked that to Stephen Noy. Because then we would know the answer to that. And so, (laughs) O is teasing her. He's like, of course, there's all kinds of things in the water. And then, um, they're like, you see how he treats me sometimes? You know, it's all in good fun. He's just teasing her. So, Jasmina says they have some things in common. And O tells them, I think you two look great together. And I agree, like, aesthetically. Like, Jasmina Mm -hmm. is gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Michael is good looking. And, you know... It's just that after watching his behavior lately, I'm kind of like, oh, his looks are dropping in my mind. Mm -hmm, Because personality, mm -hmm. for a lot of women who find men attractive, a lot of times we fall, we're not like men who are just about looks first. (laughs) We consider... The opinions
1: of Leslie are not the opinions of...
0: Street men, here's your problem. (laughs) You look at a woman's ass and you're like, damn... Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. No, but you know, a lot of men, like, they fall in love. Like there's even songs about this. We fall they fall in love mm-hmm. with their eyes and women fall in love yeah. with words. It's an aesthetic, you know? yeah. So that's just a thing. So That's
1: true. Like for a woman, our in our uh, emotional connection to you can make or break
0: mm-hmm. how
1: we feel about how you look. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: Unless you're Alyssa, then looks. it's all about <sighs> the looks, baby. Whatever. So yeah. So Jasmina says that she thinks that their core beliefs And they have a lot in common, so that's good. And she thinks that's the reason why they were matched. Sure. So she's seen that this... She does say that it's hard, and it's almost making it seem like she doesn't... Like she didn't tell us last week that she didn't feel safe. Like she's not telling them that the couple, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. she did say, and then later almost we'll see a little clip of her saying, "Like I don't feel safe in this marriage," you know. But mm-hmm. she's kind of saying, "Like oh, I see why we were matched. We have core beliefs, and they're all just playing nice." And Michael then chimes in and says they are both very opinionated and speak with conviction when they're passionate about something. And I'm just like, you could tell that he doesn't like when she speaks her mind or no. doesn't fall in line, essentially.
1: No. I just feel like their their whole vibe is a mismatch.
0: It's not good. Because he did say, I told the experts I wanted someone to challenge me, and now I'm like, that's what I got, and I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. So Katina asked, do you think there's ever... A challenge because you're both so opinionated. And Jasmina admits that she's able to see both sides of things. And we've seen this in past disagreements. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes he's like, nah, this is how it is. And he kind of shuts down. And that's kind of where they're at. So, and then Michael, of course, has to pop up and say, like, that's funny because sometimes I feel the same about you. You know, because he has to... Of course. ...put in his two cents and Mm -hmm. drag her as well. So, Katina Mm -hmm. tells producers, they married as strangers, so it's going to take time to really learn from each other.
1: Wait, Jasmina
0: tells... No, Katina tells producers... Oh, oh, sorry. Because she's talking about Jasmina. She's like, they met a stranger, so they need to, like, you know. Got you, got you. Kind Mm -hmm. of get to know each other.
1: I forgot Katina and Elijah weigh in on everybody.
0: They weigh in on everyone. (laughs) They're, like, the experts. Which I'm here for that. Okay. (laughs) You know, then O pops, you know, pipes up and talks about how he loves to challenge his wife. And how Mm -hmm. during their horseback riding, he wanted that thrill and to go faster. And he said that at one point he could tell she was at her peak. And he knew that he had to slow down.
1: Otherwise,
0: mm-hmm. she would have to take care of him. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he's like, he knows when to push her. So he yep. says, then he slowed down and that he liked that and that you could just feel it. Like, you could feel her energy. So he could tell when she's getting pissed off. So yeah. Basically.
1: You better get used to that feeling, though. Because yes. you, he's he's like a little kid that you have to have a, one of those leashes on. Mm-hmm.
0: Cause he'll just try. He'll
1: just keep running.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And climbing on every ride, like yeah, he has
1: to test the boundaries all the time.
0: Yeah, and Michael then tells producers that oh, he's high energy, he's intense, (laughs) and him putting that intensity into his marriage to push his wife could be a pro. But if mm-hmm. he doesn't reel it in, it will become a con and he can understand where there will be friction. So, yes, I love how in that moment he is playing therapist. Mike is like, yes, <laughs> I know exactly what's wrong with other couples. I know. Look inward, my man. Look I inward. Mm hmm. You have a whole bag of problems. <laughs> <laughs> whole bag of problems to shuffle through. Yeah. Yeah. So later on, we see Jasmine and Michael take a solo trip, and this is what appears to be like in a rainforest, there's like a waterfall and everything, Mm -hmm. and Michael tells producers that at the beginning of the honeymoon, they had had more difficult conversations, and that he hopes that today is a fresh start and new beginnings, and he asks her, how do you feel about being near water? And Jasmina expresses my sentiment, which is like, I don't mind being near water. I don't mind looking at it. I don't want to be in it. Okay. (laughs) Because, one, I love to look at water. I think it's pretty, but I'm terrified of drowning. I cannot swim. And also, I pay a lot of money and time on my hair. Do not want to ruin that. Yes. No. That's like a black girl, lying girl problem. We do not want to mess up our hair. (laughs) And then we get that flashback. From last week when and it was like dated two days prior where she's telling cameras that he needs to be less aggressive with his words and that she does not tolerate disrespect. So we're reminded of this.
1: I could see that in him. Like he seems like somebody who has like Lindsay's father said she had like a a cutting tongue. Mm -hmm. I feel like he does too. Mm -hmm. Like he can say some really sharp, painful things. I think I just see that in him.
0: But see, but Jasmina is still trying to see the best in people and she says she's trying not to let that affect the good memories they're trying to make on their honeymoon. Mm -hmm. They're trying she's trying to enjoy the moment and what they have the time left in Puerto Rico. And I love that by the way, sidebar, I love that green sad dress has like ruching in the front that she had and was like a strappy like dress in the confessional. She looks gorgeous. Like it looks so great on her skin tone. So I just is
1: this is an example of a couple who probably won't make it, mm-hmm. probably aren't that into each other, but are mature enough to try. To
0: actually and try. go through the
1: experiment.
0: Yeah. And not to bitch about it the whole time and blame right. everyone else about yes. it. Yes. At least they could play nice. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Alyssa. Yeah. So then Michael opens up about a school bus bully and how a fifth grader, when he was like six years old on the bus, told him to get out of his seat. And so, of course, he's frazzled and he gets out of his seat, finds another seat on the bus. And then he this tells him, no, upsetting. that's my seat, too. And then beats him up. And I'm just like, wow, that, that was, was upsetting for me. I was like, wow, that's kind of random. But then mm-hmm. he tells her, like, you know, I need to be comforted. I still have trauma from that. And, you know, she yeah. kind of embraces him and stuff like that. So then he's like trying to carve their initials into like the rock. No, 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 failing. no,
1: no, no no. <laughs> no, 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 He is not trying to carve their initials into rock. He's trying to carve their initials into the moss, the moss that covers the rock, which is, is so disgusting. stupid.
0: And it, it, he's feeling miserably. He has a stick. It's not working mm-mm, because apparently mm-mm. someone before them managed to carve their initials. And he's like, do you want to be that cheesy person? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. So he's trying to do it the same. He fails miserably. And then he manages to convince her to get in the water, Mm -hmm. and you know, and I like that because she was willing to give it a try. She was like, "Okay, but I'm not going to go deep." She looked happy. Yeah, she looked happy. Like he was like getting in, putting his head in, laying down. She was just you know like in it, but not swimming. And he wasn't pushing her. He He wasn't wasn't like go
1: underwater, go underwater, Duncan. (laughs) That's what Alonzoan would have been waterboarding. Exactly. Get
0: under there. (laughs) (laughs) So he respected her boundaries, and they, you know, they seem to have, like, a genuine good time, and he's happy that she at least tried. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and then I was thinking, like, if I were to do this show, which I I never would, I think that I would take this approach. I'd be like, I signed up for this. I'm gonna try. And I would at least meet him halfway and be like, okay, I don't want to get my hair wet, but... I'll go in with you and you know because I'm scared of water because I can't swim kind of thing Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be like a total bitch and be like you do it I'm good bye you know like then why do this experiment
1: yeah I agree 100 percent. don't sign up for it if you're not ready to like when oh god take a drink everyone and talk about my husband but when I met my husband like he was very well traveled and I had been nowhere ever so like he really pulled me out of my comfort zone in terms of going places, trying new foods, trying new, you know what I mean? Like experiencing mm-hmm. new cultures. Like it was fantastic. And you do, you k- kind of are like, oh my God, this is scary. Especially when he tried to put me on a quad, a four wheeler, and ride oh, me around I in the country. <laughs> I'd be scared. Um, and I dove off of it because I felt like it was going to tip over. But like, I've been there and it's really scary to try new things but in the end you're like okay even if you never want to do it again even if she never wants to get in the water again at least she tried it Mm -hmm. he sees that sees the effort and maybe he'll meet her for the effort
0: exactly so I really like that yeah So then on their last morning of their honeymoon, they're eating breakfast and apparently they got like their orders mixed up or something because then they're like, oh, this is not mine. What is this weird fish thing? And then they're like switching Mm -hmm. their plates around. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, we get a confessional from Jasmina telling producers they've had their ups and downs on their honeymoon and that she doesn't expect them to agree on everything but communication is something they need to work on and he mentions how his alarm goes off at 4 a.m and now just mean i be yeah. scared so yeah <laughs> and
1: I, I i shouldn't say i'm 100 percent sure they won't make it but i'm like 90 percent sure
0: yeah it doesn't like, seem like it they have too many they've been butting heads too much and
1: even if they make it to decision day they'll break up right after
0: yeah i agree right
1: after mm-hmm. yeah Now the dumpster fire we've all been waiting for. (laughs) God. Chris tells us. Now we get them in the morning. Chris tells us Alyssa has not even spoken to him. He says she is demanding that he act husbandly, but she has done zero to to act wife-like. She won't even come near him. Now we have footage of Alyssa self-filming. Self-filming. And she's by a pool, and it's beautiful. Like, the sky is blue. The sun is shining. And she's all like, oh, hey there. Like, flipping her hair. Oh, hey there. (laughs) It's another morning. I'm just trying to stay positive. Keeping my head in the game. And I just wrote, oh, my God, is she a sociopath? (laughs) So, So, as we know, there are two different sides to her. One when she knows she's being filmed. One when Mm -hmm. she's not. So, I'm going to document them as they happen okay in this scene she's self-recording so she's cognizant of what's happening on the camera and how she looks so she's like it hasn't been easy this whole experiment hasn't been easy but I'm still here and I think that says a lot she's Wow okay Mm -hmm. so now we get this interstitial pastor Cal telling us he's making a video from an undisclosed location and he's telling us the experts have been monitoring Chris and Alyssa closely in an effort to see some improvement However, when Alyssa began turning down Chris's offer to do anything together, the experts decided to set them up with a low-stakes game game of tennis. I call bullshit on this. (laughs) And here's why. Because I paid really close attention to the whole tennis scene to see if Chris or Alyssa would make any kind of reference to the experts thought we should do this, or I'm glad the experts said we should. Nothing. Nothing. Production set that up and once the editor whoever that is was looking at all this was like shit We better like, put Pastor Cal in here or something. They recorded that after and slipped it in post-production Change my mind
0: because when the experts are involved they get like a basket or they yes. show up or they get yes. a, a telegram Yes, or smoke what is signal bullshit?
1: So anyway, so they're playing tennis Whatever Poor Chris tells the camera he's determined to meet success in all areas of his life, including this one. And the fact that she showed up is a positive sign. He says absolutely nothing about the experts setting this up. They are still 100% being held in Jeffrey Dahmer's basement, even though Jeffrey Dahmer's not alive. (laughs) So now we get this super weird, super weird slow motion montage of them playing tennis. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what that was. She's putting as much effort into the tennis game as she is into the marriage. Like, she's literally just standing there waiting for the ball to come to her. And then she's like, oh, (laughs) boom. Oh, wait, this isn't visual. You can see it, Leslie. Boom. Like, that's it. Okay. That's how I play tennis. Chris tells the camera, on paper, she's such a good fit and she's super fun to be around. Based on what? What is he basing this on? He's telling us she's basing her negative opinions on the 45 minutes we spent together, but he's doing the same thing. He's saying she's so awesome based on what?
0: I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like, stop giving her credit.
0: What are we not seeing? Because this is another thing. I'm like, are we not seeing something or is Alyssa really just awful? What is happening?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. So now she's camera aware again. Okay. She's on camera. I'm trying my best to make the best out of a bad situation. And I put in so much work and preparation to be ready for this. I think I do my very best and I'll continue to do that. Okay. After tennis, she and Chris sit down and they talk about what's going to happen after the honeymoon. Now, <laughs> he says, normally we would move in together. What are your thoughts? And she's like, of course, of course, she says, I do not feel comfortable. Like she acts like she just got this man's release papers from San Quentin and he was doing 30 to life for like arson. I I don't know. I, like I don't know. take a page out of like Love After Lockup. Like stop acting this way. Yeah, so she's I like, mean, I don't feel comfortable. People love comfortable. their
0: felons.
1: People love their felons. What are you talking about? So she asks, what are your thoughts? Which I almost died because she was considering his point of view for five seconds. He says, when I think about what I committed to early in the beginning of the process, it involved, she cuts him off.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't like the tone of this. He's all saying, when I, when I committed to the process, implying I'm not committed. Then she says. Everyone else will be moving into the apartment together and having fun and living out the experiment. I feel ripped off that I didn't get this experiment. It's not fair. I mean, this is like, I, I don't even, she gets so, you see the turning point here. Mm-hmm. She gets so pissed off about this apartment thing.
0: It's awful. She throws
1: a temper tantrum. She's like, um, so you've pretty much decided that you don't want, or you want to live in the apartment and I'm not going to. And he's like, no, you're you're more than welcome to move into the apartment. And she's like, I don't like where this conversation is going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Chris tells the camera he wants to move into the apartment with his wife. Like they are supposed to do. And she says she's pissed off because they both want to live in the apartment. Because, but because they don't want to live in it together, it seems... Wait, I, I'm sorry. I have... Something in the wrong spot here. Okay, she's like, basically she's saying, I shouldn't be punished because I don't want to live in it with him. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So he t- he tells her she's more than welcome to move in. She storms off. She's, he says to her, this is amazing, right before she storms off, he says to her, hmm, sounds like you're in a tough spot and you have a decision to make. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets up, she storms off. She's super pissed off because she wants to live in the apartment and she wanted him to bow down to her and knuckle under and say, you know what, you can have the apartment. It's fine. Now she's off camera. A producer follows her and we can hear her saying, like, he just doesn't stop. He's like, you have a decision to make. Like, why do you have to be like that? The producer's like, why do you want to live in the apartment? Is it a logistical thing? She's like, I love my girls, and I just want to be a part of this with them. So
0: what if they're like, oh, can you come over? I can't come over. She wants to be on TV, you guys. That's all she yeah. wants.
1: The producers are like, you know the whole point of the experiment is to move in with your spouse, right? It's not fair that I don't get to live there, and he does. And she's like breaking out into tears. So Chris knows what's up. He tells the camera, she basically wants me to do what she wants me to do. And I'm doing what I think is best for both of us, which is to move in together like we agreed. And he's like, this is just selfish. And then we see Chris kind of standing there, and he's like, you know, just kind of swinging his arms back and forth. I'm showing Leslie, but you guys can't see. (laughs) And she says to production, yuck, look at him just standing there. Even look at his hand gestures. They're so aggressive. (laughs) And the producer's like, He's just making hand gestures.
0: He's just breathing. (laughs)
1: And she's like, no, he's like pointing and ugh. It's just ugh. And Chris is telling the cameras he's been really patient and he's felt the range of emotions from excited, nervous, anxious, confused, and now he's just frustrated. So later we get this scene where he's back at the hotel and he's calling his sister Carmen and she answers the phone and she's all bubbly and she's like, "How's married life?" And he's like, "Um, uh, not good." <laughs> so he basically is like she hates me. Now we go back to Alyssa. This is cutting back and forth a little bit. We go back to Alyssa still outside with the producers not aware she's being filmed. And she says, "I'm just sick of this. I'm stuck in an absolutely terrible situation. I'm absolutely miserable." And I could be portrayed in a very poor light here and I'm sick of crying and I'm sick of being positive and I'm taking the high road when everyone is shitting on me. <laughs> the, am I doing okay with this?
0: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> I, what happened. Guys,
1: I am channeling my 15-year-old daughters here. Channeling them. I'm just thinking, how do they talk back to me when I offer to like wash their towels or something? Okay. <laughs> So the crew asks her, would you like to talk to him off camera? And she says, no, I don't want to talk to him. I hate him. He's a fucking asshole. He's disrespectful. He's rude. And he's doing me dirty. And it's fucking disgusting that a man is treating a woman like that who's been nothing but nice to him. I I was speechless watching this.
0: That's why I was like, are we not seeing something? Because she has not been nice. No. At all
1: she fully expected him to be like you move in you be comfortable Uh, okay so she says he comes off as this really good guy well guess what he's a shitty car salesman who sells houses and then she goes why does he think he
0: can move into the apartment and i can't
1: move into the apartment why can't i hang out with my girls
0: she could move into the fucking apartment with him there are two bedrooms
1: exactly so, okay, back in the hotel room, Carmen is saying to Chris, you know, it's really funny because at the wedding, this is so great. This is so great. At the wedding, mom was talking to Alyssa's mom and mom was telling Alyssa's mom how calm and cool you are and how measured you are and how you can have adult discussions. And Alyssa's mom said, this is exactly what Alyssa needs because mm-hmm. she flies off the handle and she cries all the time. Wow. <laughs> whose mother says that about them?
0: Yeah.
1: Chris says, yep. Yep. That's what her parents and friends told him. Back to her, okay? The only time I'm happy here in this prison of beautiful San Juan, Puerto Rico, is if I'm with one of the girls or I'm sitting by myself and I'm not being portrayed in a good light. And my mom is very upset. She's mad because she thinks I'm not being nice to Chris. And I am being nice to him. I'm a good person. And I don't come off on this. That, if I don't come off that way on this show, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <sighs> now i the producers did not push back nearly as hard
0: mm-hmm. as they
1: should have until our hero producer number three comes over and we'll get to him with
0: the orange face mask <laughs> yes, you see that yes
1: so one of the producers politely says you know the show is called married at first sight and not single at first sight if you're not a couple like it's over she says, I don't care about other people. It's about how I feel. I'm not being dramatic. What the fuck is happening? I feel like I'm handling this better than anyone in the group would. Then producer number three is like, you have to decide. Like, are you willing to show up? If that answers yes, you have somewhere to move in. If not, no. Yeah, That's it. So she says, I guess I'll have to figure this out. Just not today. And he's like, okay, but soon. Because mm-hmm. we're moving it. So back in the room, Carmen is like, this is over, dude. You don't deserve this. Yeah. Okay. Now we have a couple's dinner. And everyone shows up for dinner, and Katina and O are definitely the hottest couple there. Mm -hmm. It's daylight, like it's still sunlight, so they chit-chat about getting back to real life, and they start talking about which couples will have babies first, and they all kind of agree it'll be Stephen Noy. They're all talking about how many kids they want. Alyssa, did you notice is literally sitting there like with her arms crossed.
0: Yeah, she's pissed.
1: She's pissed. Chris says he realized he didn't realize he wanted to settle down and have a family until just a few years ago. And then Mr. Killjoy, mock the shock, asks, So have any of you been fighting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he knows he had a meeting with Chris earlier. Yes.
1: yes. So Michael pipes up and says his communication is not the greatest. But the rest of the couples agree that as long as he's acknowledging that, like that's a big step. LaShawn says he needs to not push his wife, he's got a lot of energy and he would just he he appreciates that she checks him and he would roll over someone mm-hmm. if they were passive. Noe says Steve is very logical and analytical and she's very emotional so they've had to work through this and Steve's like all right all right all right you know I show you I love you when I touch you or I fist bump you (laughs) so then mock the shock says he's not used to allowing a wife to help him
0: Mm
1: -hmm. he's used to doing everything for himself and now they turn to Chris and Alyssa
0: (laughs) this was shady
1: And they're just kind of like, Leslie, who was the hero here? Was it Lindsay? (laughs) Or was it Katina? Because they were both brilliant.
0: Oh, man. I can't even tell.
1: Lindsay literally said she had to channel all of her rage into a palm tree. (laughs) (laughs) And not look at her. Okay, so basically they're going back and forth. And... Chris says they're not in the same place as everyone else. And Alyssa says, we're taking it day by day because she's on camera now. Yeah. We're taking it day by day as it comes to us. I'm still sitting here. That's a phrase she repeats several times, mm-hmm. which we know because the producer said, hey, as long as you're here, you know, you get to continue with the experiment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So noise, like, uh, are you guys moving in together? And Alyssa says they haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, but here's what she wants to do. I want to split the re- the apartment. And she's like, just because we didn't it didn't work out in a romantic sense doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to participate. So I think she says she'll take the first four weeks and he'll take the second four yeah. weeks. Could you imagine trying to get her out of that apartment after four weeks? You'd have to do an eviction notice. A sheriff would have to come.
0: No, and also the whole, like, you know, I think that what we should do, like, he ha- she has not communicated no, this
1: at all. At all. And did you see the rest of the couples? They were like, uh, okay.
0: That's not how this works. No.
1: Hold on. I have to just text my kid, tell her I'm going to be a little bit late. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, Chris is like, um, I have not heard that and I'm not interested. He's like, I love you guys, but I didn't come here for you. I'm either all in or I'm all out. And I'm not looking to spend, to split time with you like divorced parents. Then he tells the camera this notion of what she wants to do is absurd. He came into this looking for the rest of his life situation. And if someone wants to move very slow, that's fine. He has time, but he cannot keep putting himself out there when he's getting zero back. She has stink face on like she just smelled a baby's diaper. And then she tells the camera, this is disappointing because she's trying to think of a compromise. Chris just keeps making her look bad. But that won't happen because I'm not a bad person. I'm a really fucking good person. Now Katina is visibly laughing at everything she's saying. And O is like, oh my God, what is even happening? Chris tells her, if you are even 1% in, I'm all in. But I just need to know. And she's like, it's been a tough journey for me. Now, now we see Lindsay, like, practically chewing her arm off, trying not to say anything. (laughs) And Alyssa sees this, and she goes, please don't do that while I'm talking. Okay? Lindsay actually controls herself and is like, I'm not doing anything, and just keeps going on, which Mark the Shark congratulates her for later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Alyssa says she came in this with the best intentions and put in the work everyone else did, which is a slap in the fucking face to Mm -hmm. everybody else at that table. She says, it hurts that it happened this way. And Lindsay tells the camera, this is all bullshit. And I don't have a poker face. So I just channeled all of my rage at the palm tree. And of course, Alyssa starts to cry. And Chris says, are you all out? I just need to know that. And there's a weird silence. And then Katina's like, do you understand what he's asking you? And Alyssa's like, I don't want to have that conversation. And then weird silence. And Jasmine and Katina make the terrible decision to defend her and say, yeah. okay, like, I get it. You need to have that in private. And I only say it's a bad decision because she uses that later. Yeah. And it's clearly bullshit. Because the minute they said that, she was like, ah, I'm sticking to it. So O tells the camera, she didn't go home. Because she, she apparently they gave her an option to go home and she said no.
0: Mm-hmm. O's was
1: like, she didn't go home because it's 60 degrees in Boston. And it's 90 degrees here. She didn't want to leave Puerto Rico. <laughs> So she, he says she is out of her mind if she thinks she did a quarter of what the other couples did. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's how the dinner ends. So after the dinner, it it, it gets even worse. Chris and Alyssa sit down. They talk about the apartment. Alyssa wants to move into the apartment to be part of the experience. She wants to be part of the experience. Chris says it to the camera, you know, in the last few days, she started to use the word experience a lot. Mm-hmm. Experiment, no, experiment, no, experience.
0: Experience, yeah.
1: And that tells him everything he needs to know. Okay, so now he's like, do you feel you were prepared to adjust for someone who wasn't perfect? She says, yes, but she thinks they have differences they can't change. He says, have you ever brought any of those differences up to me to see if whether or not I would be willing to change? And she says, yes. And he said, okay, like what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she can't answer and then after a weird pause she goes mentally i'm not able to sit here and have this conversation and then she says we can have the conversation but it's gonna be next week
0: next week she's just prolonging this because she wants to get into the apartment yep. and then come up with she just wants screen time you guys she is there for clout. she 100%. wants to be on tv And she does not realize that she's making an ass out of herself. And she's blaming producers and Chris for her bad portrayal. No, it's you.
1: Mic drop. Don't drop your (laughs) mic. We'll start over.
0: Yeah. Okay. So,
1: (laughs) Chris asks, when did you know it wasn't going to happen? And she says, well, I am here right now and I'm still here. And he says something like, oh, you're so brave. You didn't leave Puerto Rico. (laughs) And then she says, um, or he says, if there's no chance whatsoever, we need to end this. And you can have the apartment for two months. Have at it. Mm -hmm. But like, cut me loose. Let me know. Then she goes on this tirade. And she uses Jasmine and Katina here. She -hmm. goes, even the other couples agreed that we should not be having this conversation in public. You're not in public. Nope. You're not in public right now. See, he doesn't push back enough at her. Like, he should have said to her, you're not in public. Okay. Anyway, so Chris tells, so she gets up, of course, and she's like, I don't like how you're poking me and portraying this conversation. It's disgusting. And she gets up and she's done. Chris tells the camera he knows she doesn't want to be in this, and he starts calling her out on on her bullshit, and the producer intervenes. Mm-hmm. This is not producer three. This must be producer two. The producer asks Chris, "Is it all right if Alyssa could just have some more time?" Fuck you, producer.
0: Exactly. How much longer do you have to prolong this nonsense?
1: Like, did you not hear what your other friends heard? So Chris says, "No, she can't. She's not here for the right reasons." And she flips out, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'm a really good fucking person." And she says, he's assassinating my character. And that's it. She storms off. So then the next day we get this weird montage of Chris and Alyssa getting ready to leave. And he's saying she's still she he's still saying she's a good catch for me on paper. I'm going to throw him off a balcony.
0: I don't know what he's doing. I think he's just doubling down on the whole I'm the nice guy. I guess. And that's his narrative. And he's sticking to it.
1: I guess. So she says, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, this isn't my fault. I know I'm a good person. And that's like how it ends. It's almost like they're trolling her with yeah. this ending. It's and I just have awesome. real big letters. Oh my God. I think this is literally the worst person ever. I'm married at first sight,
0: <laughs> And that's saying something. That's saying
1: something. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so that's it. So yeah. let's do our losers and our winners real quick. So my winner, the mm-hmm. person... Going, no, no, the winner doesn't go home with the DJ, that's the loser. The winner, the best man, the uh, maid of honor, is Noi. Noi has the perfect partner, yeah. Boom, enough said. Who's your winner?
0: Wow, see, now I gotta think about this because I'm thinking. I really like Lindsay in this episode. I, I like too. that she contained herself, yep. and that when Mark had a problem, she was like, "We're going to solve this. I'm here for you. I got your back. We're doing this."
1: You want to jump into Vanilla Ice, there,
0: don't you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 I don't care who you are. If you are over like the age of thirty five, if someone says, "Yo, you got a problem," it just comes out. It just happens. Uh, I see. All right. Um. So my loser is chris i mean could there be any bigger yeah
0: i agree with you it's chris uh,
1: it's chris i I mean i just feel so bad for the guy he just keeps getting shit on publicly i don't know i'm gonna say this too elijah a close runner up for my winner because he really called out alyssa i just wish he did it to her face
0: i know but you know what it would have been another issue where it's like, people are attacking me. I'm you're right. And he you're was right. like, I don't need that. Because right. he really just felt bad for Chris. That's pretty he did. much what it he was. It was right. like a bro moment, like bro before hoes kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. All right, so you have next time on. Yeah, so next time on, Married at First Sight, we see the couples back in Boston moving in together. Jasmina asked Michael if he's ever lived with a woman. And then we see her tell producers she's annoyed with Mike and that it's the first time hearing about him living with a female roommate. Females. A female. (laughs) Meanwhile, Katina and O are looking at her kitchen and O is telling her she has no excuse not to cook. And Katina tells producers he's made it clear that he wants home-cooked meals constantly, every single day day yeah so this is a bit of foreshadowing That's yeah. it's not gonna go well
1: and will he be all gordon Ramsay on her in the kitchen like <laughs> putting her
0: through tests god <laughs> put two pieces of bread <laughs> in between her face <laughs> what are you an idiot sandwich that's what's gonna happen
1: forgot about that
0: yeah then lindsay is telling cameras mark's life is hanging by a thread and his life is falling apart And she tells him she feels she's getting two different versions of him. So I'm guessing that this issue with the landlord or whatever is really causing him to show another side of him that Lindsay is not enjoying at the moment. Yeah,
1: something's wrong there. So
0: something's wrong there. Or maybe he just doesn't want her to, like, take care of him because he's used to being the caretaker. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's friction in there. I'm
1: telling you, there's a sense of dread for me with them. Uh, It makes me sad. Yeah, me too
0: and then we see noi crying saying it scares her and she doesn't want to make a story about money and i'm like what 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 is happening because again he's unemployed no no because... no, no 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 i know
1: no that's not what she said that's not what she said did you not have closed captioning on no
0: i don't okay i want <laughs> you
1: close captioning She said, I don't want my kids to worry about money.
0: Oh, my kids. I was like, I don't (laughs) want this to be about money. And I'm like, oh, because he's unemployed, clearly. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Oh. But it was, same thing, same thing. But she said, I don't want my kids to have to worry about money.
0: Jesus Christ. Cut to Jasmina telling Mike he's been aggressive and he has a stink face on when she's telling this. And clearly he's tuning her out Mm -hmm. and she's been yelling at her and she's trying not to get to that point correct lastly Alyssa and chris are still together for some reason (laughs) and they're sitting like across the apartment from each other and then he flat out goes so you have no interest in being married to me and that's when we reveal that pastor cal is there pastor cal has broken
1: out of his restraints (laughs) and And has somehow made his way to their apartment
0: he is in the house and he says are you saying you want a divorce cue the intense music it'll be
1: interesting because if i were chris i'd be like fuck yes i want a divorce because if they get a divorce so somebody was saying that dr viviana had something on her instagram about like the the experts can't really do anything unless one of the two want, say they want out of the marriage.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So, if I were Chris, I would be like, yeah, I want out of the marriage. Because then she won't get to go into the
0: apartment. Exactly. And also, <laughs> he won't look like the bad guy. Because right. we've seen how she's been yes. acting. So, if he's concerned, yes. oh, if I give up, I'm going to look like, no, dude. No, dude. You have an out. Yeah, you have an Take out. It. Take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: all right so that is our coverage of episode six join us next week when we cover i don't know episode seven uh Alyssa's further meltdown yeah. the crucifixion of chris i don't know what we <laughs> want to call it <laughs> um Alyssa's gaslighting everyone including the audience yeah i don't know various names i will tell you i think i was saying to leslie oh my god i have a lot to cover with them this week but i really don't think they're going to be here much longer
0: yeah. I don't know. Like think we so. might see
1: them next week and then they're gone. So Yeah,
0: okay. because I would hope that Chris says, Yeah, he wants a divorce Or that Alyssa says, I want a divorce because I feel like Chris is so trying to be the good guy that he'll just be like, Well, if she just tells me she's in it I one percent I'll still stick and it's like And this no. is
1: what I was saying last week about her maturity level. If she had any sense about her, she'd just be like I'll just move into the second bedroom. Like what's he going to do? You're on a reality show. He's not going to mm-hmm. break in and rape you.
0: Exactly.
1: Like they have the prison cams set up.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're safe from she this guy. She's so turned off by him. Does she him breathing bothers her? But him you know stretching bothers her. Look at his hands. They're so aggressive.
1: But you know, <laughs> you know what I was picking up though when he was talking to her about the apartment? So we can all agree she's throwing like a fourteen year old temper tantrum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He has a dad vibe. Yeah. And I think I think like that is where they're clashing so hard. Is she is almost rebelling against him and treating him like he's her father? Like how yeah. dare you tell me I can't have it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's a real she weird gets dynamic. Really
0: upset. She's like, look at him. So now he wants to agree with everything I say. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep real he weird he can't win he can't real win. weird real weird all right well i'm glad we we did this tonight last yeah. night if you guys are listening um because i i needed to get it out like i felt like i would not be able to sleep i was so full with rage
0: yeah it, it, yeah. it was pretty intense amy was, was like i need to talk about that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm like can you do this now <laughs> i was like sure okay yeah. <laughs> all right girls so why don't you tell everyone where they can find you
0: um, you can find me on the gram and Twitter and all that stuff. At since girls. And, um, if you follow my other Instagram, I'm not too active on it. It's author, Leslie DJ, but that one has all of my pets. So you see Joey, you'll see Coco. It's mostly like a pet account, if I'm honest, you know, cause the followers are there for the pets.
1: I'm there for Joey. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can be honest, cute. Coco,
1: I could give a shit about, you know how I feel about birds, <laughs> but Joey, I love you. I need to see your little face all the time.
0: His so little, little ear. Fucker.
1: He's so cute. And I am at uh, Gen X This Is Why, where I do a Gen X themed media podcast with my sister. We watch movies from the 80s. We watch, we're doing the Golden Girls. That's a lot of fun on our Patreon. We dropped one on the free feed, but we're also doing them on Patreon. Um, And we do Little House on the Prairie. Every Monday they drop. So that's a Gen X This Is Why. So if you, you know, are a lady of a certain age or a man of a certain age, and or you remember, cheesecake. and you <laughs> grew up just lusting after Charles Ingalls bare chest, <laughs> come come check us out, GenXThisIsWhy I'm also on the gram at Amy Watches TV, so follow me there.
0: Yes, and we have a website. Don't forget about that. Oh
1: my God, I almost left without plugging our website. <laughs> so we have a website. We got no mail this week.
0: Aw, come on, guys. Our
1: three listeners were busy.
0: They were busy. They're getting ready for the Super Bowl. Yes, they are.
1: So um, we have a website, sixdegreesofrealitytv.com, and you can email us from there. And if it's something, you know, we want to read on the air, we will. If it's like a hate letter, not going to read it on the air. And I'm under strict instructions not to pass that on to Leslie.
0: Yeah, I have mental health issues. So just
1: beat up me, beat <laughs> me up all you can, <laughs> but we will we will protect Leslie, Coco, and Joey. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, okay. yep. that's my tribe. tribe.
0: that's peoples. your tribe. That's your tribe.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, leave a five star review if you can. It really helps us get noticed and helps us find other listeners. So just drop five stars. You know, say I love um, when Amy says Jodie Foster. Or when I'm getting texts from my kids while I'm trying to record. Or Or Leslie
0: got a working mic.
1: Or, yeah, Leslie got a working mic. Um, Joey's feeling better. Mom almost met Mark Anthony. Any of those things. It's fine.
0: fine.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. All right.